Hello beautiful people and welcome to another episode of Authentic Alchemy. I am so grateful that you are here. I'm so honored that you are taking the time to be here with me. If you have been finding value here, I would so appreciate you taking the time to rate and or review the show. It really, really helps the show get into the ears of more people. So if you are loving what is going on here and you think that anybody could find value here, please, please, please share it with as many people as you feel called to leave a review. It's like giving me a big virtual hug and I would obviously love to hear from you. So if you want to connect with me, please head over to at I am Emily Burke on Instagram and send me a DM or comment um, and let me know that you're a listener. Let me know what your biggest takeaways are. Let me know what you're enjoying about the show. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And I would just love that because you are the reason that I am here and I am in service of you and I'm so grateful that you take the time to listen. So please connect with me. It honestly puts a big smile on my heart. Now, with that, I am so excited to introduce our guest for today's show. She is amazing. She is absolutely a sister of mine, somebody who I only met like six months ago, which seems like wild because she's just such a sister, such a beautiful aligned friend. And I'm so grateful to have her in my life. Um, And we actually met doing a beautiful mastermind together. And it's just this this whole conversation is just pure evidence of what happens when you step outside of your comfort zone, step outside the little bubble that you live in and go and and meet new people and meet people that expand you. Now, I would love to introduce you to Guinevere Stasio. Gwen is freaking amazing. She is a life and business liberation coach, entrepreneur, author, speaker, past competitive gymnast, and recovering checklist obsessed, people-pleasing control freak. She has been able to unlock the portal to creating a vibrant, fun, and aligned life and business. She believes her purpose here on earth is to show women how to ditch the checklist, stop giving a fuck about what anybody else is thinks and go out and create the most epic uncensored life. She is amazing. This conversation is filled with so much juice all about finding our voice and speaking your truth to manifest, investing in yourself and investing in being in a room with people who call you up, prioritizing fun along the journey and how that really creates a magnet within to magnetize your dream life and how to really nurture your inner child along the way. Now, this conversation is so beautiful and I'm so excited for you to get to know Gwen. She is amazing. I will make sure that all of her details are in the show notes so you can get in touch with her. And without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode with Guinevere Stasio. 
All right. Hello, Gwen. I am so excited that you are here. Welcome to Authentic Alchemy. I love it. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Okay. I want to start off with a question I'm going to be asking all of my guests, and that is what does authenticity mean to you? Authenticity. Oh, it took me so long to step into this feeling of authenticity. And I do love that I think every single person has a different answer. So authenticity to me, authenticity is truly trusting yourself, like trusting that you know what's best for you and knowing that it can change at any moment and being okay with these ebbs and flows and kind of like figuring things out along the way, not feeling like you need to show up in a way that everyone else expects you to show up, not feeling like you've got to check some checklist. Like you're literally so in tune with who you are that you guide your own path and you're like, anyone else coming with me? Yes. No, maybe I'm going anyway. Like it's just a, that's authenticity for me. I love that. I love, I love that you said like it change, it can change in any moment. And I think that that's something that really, like catches people they're like well this is where I was yesterday and this is where like I I felt like I who I was yesterday and what I wanted to do yesterday and now that doesn't really feel right but I I should still be doing that and holding on to like past versions of themselves rather than being with who they are now and I think particularly as women we like shapeshift and we change all the time literally like sometimes like moment like micro moment to micro moment seriously like that's what we're supposed to do I know <laughs> I think we forget that <laughs> yeah I know. like oh yeah no that's my job I'm supposed to shapeshift all right cool yeah, yeah. I can change my mind as many times as I want and that's yeah. okay I don't have to justify myself <laughs> um for our listeners who haven't like met you before and are new to you um can you give us a little bit of a backstory as to who you are and and how you got here today just whatever feels as as much or as little information as possible I love hearing this is like one of my favorite things in like when I listen to podcasts is like hearing like how people got to where they are because it's so inspiring it's so inspiring yeah because I feel like you can start to see or like feel yourself in a lot of the same situations so yes I certainly can do that (laughs) Um, I'm like, where do I go back to? So just so that I can like frame this story well for us to see the journey. When I was a kid, I have a younger sister who's um, three years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And I would always ask her to speak for me. So I never would ask where the bathroom was. Like I was too afraid. I would have her order for me in restaurants and like, she would give me a really hard time, but she would do it for me. I don't know why I was that way, um, but I can remember that from like when I was really, really little. And that went on through school and that went on like for a lot of my life. And what I saw happening in the world or what I understood in the world was if you want to be successful, you do certain things. So you're like, it's like, it's like, I call it society's like how to be a functioning human checklist. Right. I so you're like, <laughs> cause like, if you just want to, if you want to be a functioning human in society, here's what you should do. 
So it's like you go to school and you get good grades and then you go to college, right? You get the job, you get married, you buy a house, like that whole like do, 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 do. And what happened was I did all those things. And then I was sitting there being like, uh, what's next? Like I'm bored. I was in a marriage that was not fulfilling me at all. I was bored. I was in a job that was not fulfilling me at all. And I didn't even really know at that point, like that I was starting to do this search on like who I was, but what I think, what I think the first initiation of me being like, oh, okay, like you actually have to figure out who you are, Gwen. You've been following this path of like, this is what society has told you to do, but now it's your turn to figure out who you are. So um, I had changed jobs a couple of times because I, I wasn't really sure what I liked or what I didn't like. And my third job, my boss actually reduced my salary when I came back from maternity leave, literally a week after by $15,000. US dollars. And it was like, for me, I just didn't think that that could happen. I never, I was just going through life like, Hey, I'm a doctor of audiology and I'm working in an office and I've got this great job and like, nothing can happen to me and it's fine. And then that happened. And I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) Like now what? And what I realized in, in that moment, like literally within a couple of days of that happening, I realized that I had been living my life helping other people achieve their dreams instead of checking in with myself to see like what I actually dreamt of doing. Like, what was my dream? What did I want to do? And that's what started me on this journey of self-discovery. And that was in 2015. And as you know, cause I know, I know your story and I know the journey that you've been on and even though I've only known you for a short amount of time, just being in your presence, like I've heard you talk about, it's a constant journey, right? So it's like, you're always figuring yourself out. It's not like, it's not a destination. It's just like, because it changes. Okay. How am I feeling now? What am I loving? What do I want to do? And, oh, I don't want to do what I was doing last year. So now I'm going to change that to this. Like it's been a good couple of years of really figuring myself out. And at the same time, the happiest I've ever been. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. Yeah. That was a very short, (laughs) squished down story of all the things. No, so, 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 so perfect. And you know what's so funny is I was literally, like, I had my, like, content, like, creation day. I kind of, like, do it, like, have, like, a few hours where I, like, not batch, but it's more like a creative, like, flow, like, what's wanting to come through. And I, like, completely, like, lock myself in this room and, like, don't talk to anybody. And I was literally talking or writing about this concept because I had the same thing of I ticked a whole bunch of things off my list. It was like a, yes, I'm going to do that and that and that of what is supposed to make me happy. And then I I literally had this moment. It was, it kind of kept on coming up in 2020 and 2021 of like a, huh, I got all the things that I wanted. Now what? Yeah. And like, that was it. It was like a, so is this just it? And I, I really thought of it like this, this idea of we have these dreams and these um, desires in our life. And some of them are like our true, like heart led desires. And some of them are like 
they're more fear-based desires or they're coming from a wounded place. And I know for me, the growing up with like parents who were divorced and, you know, not feeling like I had what everybody else had in that, even though I, I like had a beautiful childhood, the wanting to find like the, have the perfect family and the to buy the house and to have the stable, secure job yeah. came from, yeah. even though they're things that like I, I'm really glad that I had and I'm really glad that I went through, they came from a wounded place. Mm-hmm. So when I kind of got them, I didn't feel fulfilled because it wasn't in my heart. I'd, I'd love to like hear a little bit about because I know that that we've both kind of done this, when you like kind of consciously make that decision of like, okay, I am actually going to step outside of this like safety kind of space yeah, and go and create something that I don't even know what it's going to look like. Mm. What's kind of like the internal, um, you know, mindset and, you know, nervous system wise, like what you've had to like move through to be able to, and maybe that are still moving through because, you know. Yeah, for sure. The work is never done. <laughs> Constantly. Um, yeah, to be able to actually have the courage to to do that. You know, when I think about, okay, so let me let me go back to when, when my salary was taken away from me. You know how like nothing in life is a mistake, right? Like nothing happens by accident. Everything literally comes when it's supposed to come. Even if in the moment you're like, why is this happening to me? And I said, air quotes to me, right? So when I had my salary taken away, um, I had a friend who had just had a baby a couple months before me. So she was like a couple steps ahead of me. And she started using some natural products, talking about being healthier from the inside out, starting to really open my eyes. And, and I had grown up in a household that my mom did all this organic shopping. And so we ate pretty well, Mm -hmm. but no one had ever talked about like what you actually put on your skin and, and the whole other side of, of health and wellness. And so this, what, what she was doing was she was part of a network marketing opportunity. And I hadn't, I didn't know anything about network marketing. I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship, but this kind of fell right in front of me. And I was like, well, that's really interesting. She's a mom. She's actually making like significant money. And there are all these other people making money that I didn't even think I could make in a year. They're making in a month and they're doing it with babies on their laps. I'm like, okay, there's something here, you know? And so I say that I tell this story because I went into it without any fear. I didn't know anything about network marketing. I didn't know that you know, there was this stigma in in the world about network marketers. And um, I knew nothing about it because I was literally led by passion. So it was almost like I had these blinders on to anything else because I was like, no, this, like, they look really free. They look liberated in what they're doing. They're making their own money and making their own hours. And like, imagine if I could just make back the 15,000 that was taken away from me, we would be back in the same position where we were like pretty good. So all of that to say, sometimes if you are really, truly aligned to something, it's almost like you don't see what could be in your way. And that's a great thing. And also I think it helps and why I love podcasts like this and why I love women being out there and, and being an example is because you don't need to see other people doing it, but I think that it gives us this inspiration and this like window 
into an area of life that maybe we didn't know about before. Mm. I didn't know I wasn't dreaming until I saw other people talking about their dreams. I was like, what is this? You know? So sometimes it's like, sometimes I think you're just driven by this feeling. And then along the way you start to realize like, Oh, okay. These are some blockers that, that are coming up and now I navigate them, but you're so driven by the passion that it doesn't really matter that they're there. You figure out how to get through them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does that even answer that question? Like such perfect sense. And I, I love that because that's so how I feel. It's when you're so like driven by this like fire within you, it makes like making those bigger decisions. It's like, I don't know if this is the same for you, but they feel bigger than me. Like I know that I've had so many moments where I'm like, Emily, like you need to just get over your fucking shit right now because there are like, there are bigger things in the world that you need to do. And like the world needs you like find a way to get over that. Mm -hmm. And, and then I also have to like come back and be like, and let's just be like super, super compassionate with my inner child right now. Who's like freaking the fuck out that you just quit your job. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Let's, let's just nurture that. Let's just go there. But that's true. Yeah. That let pat her on the back, tell her it's going to be okay. I've actually done so many meditations and so many, so much breath work around that exact visual of like going back to little Gwen and being like, Hey, look at what you've created here. I'm here to show you that like, you don't have to be nervous about this. Like, look at what everything that you're going to create, you're going to be fine. Like I've done so many visualizations around that just because I remember as a little girl, not using my voice, not speaking up, not standing for what, I don't even know if I had my own. I mean, I know we all do as kids, but I think that I, I, I definitely like pushed it down and didn't want to be a nuisance and didn't want to be, I think that's how I viewed it. Like I'm a pain in the butt. I'm just going to be quiet and then I'm not in the way and I'm, I, and, and that's just easier. Mm. I think actually we, a lot of, a lot of us do that as adults too. Yeah. Well, I'd love to, that was actually um, a question that just came up for me as you were talking about that and share like as much or as little as feels what feels good, but like those stories from your childhood, how have they kind of come up mm. as an adult and and how have you had to move through them like how how have they kind of created patterns there you know in because building your business requires you to use your voice big time and yeah. to have a really strong stance on, on things that are you know and I know for you like you know we've been in some um of the same groups and things like that so I know that's just been such a beautiful like I have loved watching you evolve through this year <laughs> um so I'd love for like our you know our beautiful listeners who are coming face to face with maybe they're not even aware of of these patterns that they that they've got coming up at the moment how I'm, I'm trying to formulate this into an actual question. I feel like you're getting like what I'm saying. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's run with it. Yeah. Um, so, you know how we said, like, it's a constant journey and you're always working on yourself. <laughs> I feel like that's literally the theme of this right here. Um, because a lot of stuff happens in our childhood. I, I, I really had to, 
So I, I, in my mind, I see this in my mind. Like when I first started my business, I see, okay, I, I realized that I wasn't using my voice and I wasn't dreaming. And so now I start dreaming, right? So then you start moving into that. Okay. I'm going to start dreaming. I'm going to start using my voice. And then it gets scary and it's hard. And so you, you like pull back a little bit and then you have to remember and like go back to your little self and be like, okay, like let's remember what happened here and why it happened and, and know that your voice is important. And then you move like another inch forward. Right. And you're like, okay, my voice is important. And I'm using my voice again. And and then you go backwards. It's just like this, like three steps forward, two steps back kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're so like, as kids we're so inquisitive and I have two little girls and I have really been aware of this in them and like how important it is for me to nurture it for them because I don't want them to ever lose it because I know where I was as a kid. And it's like, we're so innocent as kids and we're so intuitive as kids. Like we just do things because we know that that's what we want to do. There's no questions. right? Like, (laughs) and so we should also be doing that as adults. Granted, you know, there's a little more life experience there. There's a little bit more um, risk aversion because we're, we're more aware of the world. But in a general sense, I've had to remind myself of, of being a kid, of like literally taking myself and as a child and pulling it into my adult body. But if I'm thinking about the person who's like, listening to this podcast and who is maybe just starting this journey or just trying to figure out like what they want to do. I love journaling and not even journaling. Like when I say journaling, I, I, I always want to make sure that people know, like, it's not a book, like no one's reading this. It's not, you're not going to proofread it. There's no edit, right? Like no grammar checks. Nobody cares about any of that stuff. It's literally just a brain dump words that come out even if they don't make sense in a sentence form and you wrote them in a sentence, it doesn't matter. But really to start to unravel like, hey, what's my first youngest memory? Like how old was I? What's my first youngest memory? What happened around that time? Like, how did I interact with my parents? How did I interact with my friends? How did I have fun? Like how, what did you like to do? And just really starting to go back in time and look at And maybe that means like you pull out an old photo book and you're like, oh, like, yeah, I'm triggering some memories and I'm, I'm remembering these things. And now I can remember some things and, and, and just start to like explore them. I think it's just about exploring who you were as a kid and realizing that like, you still get to be that person. You're just a different age with more life experience and, and, and more journey behind you. Um, but that the whole goal of life is to have fun. When you're a kid, that's literally all you think about is having fun. You don't think about anything else because of course you don't have to, right? Hopefully you have parents providing for you and you have a house and you have food. And as an adult, those are things that you have to provide for yourself usually, but we lose sight of fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why the world is so much like it is right now. And everyone, it feels like tight and constricted and there's worry. And I think nobody's, prioritizing fun in their life. So that would be like the number one thing, right? Like how can you prioritize fun and also realize that just because you had fun this day doesn't mean that you were not successful or that like you weren't doing your business. Like, no, actually that's the best thing that you could possibly do for yourself is have fun. 
right? Oh my gosh, yes. Like that like fun piece and like also like joy. Well, I'm really silly when you're having fun, like you're in, like the emotion is is joy. And yeah. it's so interesting. And I catch myself sometimes where I like, I'm like, what am I doing? Am I actually like in joy right now? Because whatever energy I'm in right now is being infused into what I'm bringing to the world and is, um, you know, like touching everybody around me like it's you know energy is real and it's so interesting when and I I was walking along the beach with um a friend the other day and we're walking I can't remember what we're talking about but oh that's right we were talking about some people who just it's like as though they have just not experienced that feeling for such a long time like they 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 wouldn't even feel like a familiar familiar well that's a really hard word familiarity (laughs) (laughs) with that emotion if they felt and it's like I and this is something that I just I have always done like people have always just told me that I'm a very smiley person but I smile and say hello to everyone I walk around the supermarket I have people come up to me and go you're such a happy person and I'm like I'm just smiling and I smile at everybody and it's so interesting because every now and then I'll walk down the street or be taking my dog for a walk and I will smile at somebody and it is literally like as though I am invisible because they 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 cannot they're so you can feel their energy so constricted that they actually cannot match with that joy and this is not to say that I don't have bad days or anything like that I'm not saying that no, of course but not. like the vibrationally they actually just cannot even tap in to that vibration of joy that somebody is giving to them mm-hmm. and I definitely had a point with all of this oh that's right <laughs> and this is how like, <laughs> I go I, I love a rabbit hole me too okay um but it's like I I really this is what I really like to get across to my community in particular is that our vibration is so powerful and it is not about never ever ever feeling quote-unquote negative emotions I really hate that term negative emotions but just to have people like kind of know what I'm talking about you know those feelings of sadness or anger whatever it is yeah when we can have neutrality over those emotions and actually allow ourselves to feel those feelings of joy and fun every day and have that be your default mode you become a magnet people just attract you like I'm talking I literally sometimes see people and it's like as though they're just like moving (laughs) So, and, and it's always when I'm in like, like, like that cloud nine state and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's what's happening right now. You know, all mm-hmm. random things happen that just seem to align. And it's because I'm not sitting there worrying about money. I'm not thinking and overanalyzing a conversation that I had three days ago. And I'm worried that somebody's mad at me, even though realistically they <laughs> haven't thought about it at all. Um, I'm not, like, I'm not. I'm not thinking about the to-do list that I've got. I'm not thinking about the washing that's on the couch. I'm not, um, you know, overanalyzing whether or not like uh, my relationship should 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 be this and we should get married and have like, yeah. like I'm not thinking about that. I'm just being in the moment. And it's 
this is what I'm I really would love people to understand more Mm. that fun is so powerful and joy is so powerful and it feels good and it's actually not that hard it is not that hard and I wore my good energy shirt for you today Oh, oh, I love that. <laughs> I was like, it, I actually put it on this morning and I was like, oh my God, this is perfect for today's conversation. This is, like, this is like my jam. This, this energy frequencies. Do you know the story about, um, not to hijack your no, energy, but the story about entrainment and the two pendulum clocks? No. Okay, can oh. I share it? Hello. Okay. So, okay. So, I went to school for um, audiology, which is frequency of sound. So I basically studied the frequencies of sound. I did hearing tests. I fit hearing aids, um, things along those lines, right? So I studied the frequency of sound. This is how funny life is. Then I became a certified aromatherapist, which is basically the study of the frequency of the body. Mm. So we were looking at, like, I have all this education, eight years of education about frequencies, And then I left the field of audiology because for a lot of reasons, but really I wasn't doing things that really made me happy. Right. Mm -hmm. And started on this path of like the frequency of the body. And I was like, holy hell, like everything that came before was exactly what I needed in order for me to step into this next level of living my life. And I love it because it makes sense. So anyway, during that time, this story, um, and, and this story is like old. So what they realized was They put two pendulum clocks on the wall next to each other, and one was swinging at a lower frequency, and one was swinging at a higher frequency. And over time, what happened is the lower frequency swing rose up to meet the higher frequency swing, and they were both swinging at the same frequency. Then they called that entrainment, and we know that as women because when we spend time with each other, women, usually our menstrual cycles will sync together. If you're walking down the street with someone and you're walking at different pace, like usually you guys end up lining up in your pace. So it's like this happens all around us and energy is so powerful and we literally are magnetized to people who feel really good. And your whole comment about like people will like talk to you. I was just talking about this the other day, going to the airport. Like airport is is weird. People are weird in the airport. They like <laughs> I love look it. down so the whole time. <laughs> like, like it's just typical. Like they're looking down the whole time. They're like headphones in. They don't want to talk to you. They sit down on the plane. They put their headphones on. They like don't want to talk to you. But what I realized in this past year is that like just me stepping more fully into myself, people sit next to me and like we chat the whole time. They want to talk to me and we just have the most beautiful conversations. And that never used to happen. So it's like physical proof that people really are magnetized to people that feel really good. Mm. And we can't see our frequencies, but they literally are like emanating off our bodies. And we're kind of just like pulling in the people that feel good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's so, it's so good. And I think that there's also like, there's like two pieces there. Like one, we just like attract people because people just magnetize to us. And sometimes we have people magnetize to us and you're like, okay, you're like uh, sucking my, it's like, yeah. you're like clinging on to me because I've, yeah. I've got, and it's like, a, oh, okay. The hard boundary there. But then there's like, when we consciously choose to put ourselves in situations where we're around people that have that 
higher frequency. And I also just want to like caveat here, like when we say higher frequency, it's not better. It's not better or worse. It's nothing like that. It's just like higher, like it's moving at a higher rate. Like, um, and I know that both of us have made um, some big investments this year in putting ourselves in the room with people who are calling us up. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to hear you, like, I don't know that I've talked about this a huge amount. I, de- I definitely have a bit with my community, but I really, it's so interesting because a year ago or even like maybe a little bit more, maybe like two years ago, investing like $100 into something felt like, oh my God, what am I, like, I mm-hmm. cannot do this, even if it was something that I really, really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if something feels good, I'm like, few thousand dollars, here you go. Like, take my money. And and I think that when you're not in that and you haven't kind of come over that first kind of hurdle of making that first investment in yourself, Mm -hmm. it's hard to comprehend and understand why somebody would invest thousands of dollars to be in a room or even if it's a virtual room or on a retreat or in a program with people who are there to call you up so I'd love to hear your perspective on this because I know that you've real like you have just watching you over this past like I think it's been like six months since we've known each other like that's like not that long and watching you evolve over that time with the investments that you've made in yourself has just like I I'm like in awe of you. So I would love to hear your <laughs> love to hear your perspective on this because it is a real like hurdle for a lot of people to kind of move through. And yeah, I'm gonna leave that with yeah. you. I think well first of all thank you. And also I feel again we haven't known each other that long, but I feel like we've known each other forever and we've like cheering each other on and watching each other rise has just been amazing. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. I, someone posted something the other day. I don't know who it was or where it came from, but they had this, um, they were comparing the purchase of uh, a vehicle. So you're like, okay, you go buy a vehicle and you take out a loan for like a $30,000 vehicle and you drive it off the lot and it's worth like a third of what you purchase the price for. Mm -hmm. And then they were saying the same thing about a house. And, and then they said, and then they showed coaching and it, it, the whole point of the post was like, we have this expectation that we need to have a return on investment and it needs to be like immediate and it needs to be very visible. Like, Hey, if I invest a thousand dollars in this coaching program, this is what I'm going to get out of it. And if I don't get this out of it, then it's not worth it. And I think for a lot of people, that's why they don't take that first step in investing because we've been so taught to think that way, which, which is like, that's a a valid thinking point. Like when you run a business, you know, you want to know that if you invest in the software for your business, that it's going to help you turn around and make money. Yes. But the thing is with personal investment is that there, it's really hard to quantify a return on investment (laughs) because it's a feeling, right? Like it's not like, okay, you can see it in me and I can see it in you. 
but we have to also see it in ourself Mm -hmm. and it's not something you can put on paper. And I think probably both of us, the same when we first started investing, we're like, okay, like I'll do a free mastermind and I'll see what it's about. And then, okay, there's like a $55 class. I'll do the $55 class. And you just kind of like dip your toe in. And I really encourage people to do that when you're starting. I think that's important. It's not, it's not about the amount. This year I've spent more than I've ever spent on myself (laughs) (laughs) investing in programs, right? Like it's been a big year, but it's not necessarily the amount of money because it's if if the $55 program is the first time that you're investing in yourself and you put yourself in a room where there's a couple of women or people just a couple of steps ahead of you, you've just up-leveled your frequency. Mm-hmm. And then the more that we do that, regardless of how much it is, it's the conscious intention of why we're putting ourselves in that room. Yeah. So I think- cycling that back. It's like all about intention. What are you choosing to invest in and how do you want to feel coming out of it? Not necessarily like what on paper am I gonna get? Right. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. It's, it's also like, I like, like this visual is coming to me as well. And it's like, before you've kind of done anything like that it's like a this is your world and this is an audio platform so like putting my hands up like this serves zero purpose but it's like it's like you've got this like little um you know small space of of your world with your community of people of the proof that you've seen of what is possible for you um and then you've maybe got people on instagram that you may look at as other and separate to you. And then you might like invest in a program and you go and meet people who maybe are those few steps ahead of you doing things that you didn't think was possible for yourself and realizing that they started where you are or even what feels like further back than what you are. And mm-hmm. then you go, huh, okay. And then that feels starts to feel normal. Your world, like your, um, what feels normal, that world feels a bit bigger and then you go and invest a little bit more and again what feels possible for you you meet other people who are doing like things that beforehand you thought there's no way that that would even be pot like it's not like nobody could do that like there's an exception to them and being in this space and investing you start to learn from people one who have created those things for yourself and you start to see how you could do that for your for yourself you start to expand your world. And I feel so like never in a million years did I think that I would be able to start a a business. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't think like like I've always kind of said, kind of been that annoying person that's like every job that I've ever gone for or every kind of got I've just kind of gotten it. Like I I really have. Like anything that I've like actually truly wanted, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And you know, I've like my dad called me the manifestation queen from a really young age for a reason. Like I literally was like, yeah, I'm going to go overseas for two years. And people were like, how are you going to pay for that? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to do it. And I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 
but there was a limit as to what I thought that I could create because growing up, I I didn't have evidence of women doing anything like like actually going to finishing university was something that like was not really done in my family. Like my generation was the first group of people that did that. And then going and getting a job as a teacher, and I don't know what it's like over the years, but teachers get paid quite well here. Oh, not and, here. <laughs> and that's that's the that's the terminology that they use quite well. And quite well. Like we we earn you know pretty good money. And so that felt really big and expensive to do that. That felt huge. And I never thought in a million years that I could do more than that. It Mm. was just a, well, this is what I've done and this is more than what I, you know, my parents, like my parents or like my uncles and aunties and my grandparents have ever done. So this is is good enough. And then when I started to kind of have that moment of like, well, what's next? I started to expand into these groups of people. And again, it started off with like that free thing and going, huh, maybe I can actually do more than that. And for me, like there's, I could literally talk for hours on like the, you know, quote unquote return on investment um, on like the thousands of dollars that I've invested. But one thing that's like been huge and life-changing is simply like, what I now see as being possible for myself Mm -hmm. because we like we both know if you don't actually believe that something can happen Mm -hmm. it it actually cannot happen like you won't allow it in you won't allow the opportunities in and then once you do see it as possible then you're like huh okay well of course I'm going to like naturally see opportunities that are going to bring that to me. Of course. Yeah. Right. Of course. It's like the four minute mile, right? (laughs) Like the first person who ran the four minute mile, nobody thought that was possible. Yeah. And then the first guy ran the four minute mile. And then all of a sudden all these people are running a four minute mile and you're like, Oh, we didn't think it was possible at all. But now there's like person after person after person. And now they're beating the four minute mile and getting a three minute mile. I I don't even know if that exists, but (laughs) it's, it's like that whole it, it it's like an expansion like it's like it, if I close my eyes it's like the world bubble just expanded a little bit like a little bit bigger a little bit bigger a little bit bigger yeah. bubble was the word that I was looking for before when I was trying to like articulate what yes. <laughs> bubble. bubble our bubble our world bubble um <laughs> please expand <laughs> yourself like a like a yeah like you're yeah do you remember those little I don't even know what these were as kids they were like it was like a straw and like this liquid that you would get and it it like you blew into it and it blew this big like plastic yes. bubble yeah and that's what I think of like you're just blowing into it a little bit more sorry yeah. you're blowing into it a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and it just like expands and you can see more of yeah. the world yeah oh my gosh it's just this is what I really like anybody who's listening who's just like Oh, like I really, really want to like do that program. I really want to invest in a co- like I know that like I want to create change in myself. Like, first of all, you don't have to start with like something that feels too big for your nervous system. That's like a huge thing. Don't do something that's like gonna throw you into panic. Because yeah, for sure. If you if you're like gonna you know invest more money than 
what feels safe in your body mm-hmm. you, your like your base chakra like your security network is is not actually going to allow anything else to happen in terms of growth because you're you're coming into that scarcity mode so do something that feels like just a few steps outside your comfort zone it feels a bit scary but exciting at the same time like you're not like hyperventilating but you're like okay, this feels like a lot. I've never done this before, but I, I'm, it's going to be great. Like I, like I can do this. Like, and, and, and that's like that sweet spot. It feels uncomfortable, but not overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think you're right. Like if you invest in something that makes you do that, makes you like think about every day while you're in this container, how much money you invested, you're never going to be able to expand your mind. And so that's actually as a, as like a side note, I have invested multiple times in containers in that same kind of way where it was more money than I probably was. I I think I invested because I believed that my return would be this Like, Mm -hmm. like there was a tangible return for me. Like I would make $10,000 a month if I invested in this program. Yeah. And so going into that program with that expectation, and then what I got out of that program was not that, which was never really the intention of the program holder, but that's what I like, that's what I told myself was going to happen. And then when it didn't happen, I let myself be disappointed in that. And then I let that stop me from investing further. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I think my point is like intention when you go into it, it's like this investment is not going to fix anything for me. I'm not broken. Yeah. This investment is going to help me expand. And how do I want to expand? And what do I want to feel in my business? And do I feel like I'm going to get that from this investment? If so, go all in. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. on you that you're going all in on not the coach or the mentor or the leader who's guiding mm. you, but it's actually like this journey that you get to do with them, which I think is really beautiful too. Yeah. Um, and, and you invest sometimes and the program isn't what you desired. That's okay. Like you definitely probably learned at least one thing about yourself or about business or about whatever. And you can take that into the next thing that you do. So I feel like there's no wrong choices unless you're making yourself feel like really scared and unless you do this you're not going to succeed oh yeah and I like I truly believe that we always get what we need which isn't Mm. sometimes what we want right now (laughs) and the universe is always it's like okay well like say like your like a a goal for you is to make I don't know a hundred thousand dollars a year like whatever it is you're a million dollars a year the amount doesn't matter and you invest something and you're going, this is going to get me to $100,000 a year, like whatever it is. There may actually be other things that you need to learn and move through that come before the physical manifestation of the money. So you might be going, well, I didn't make $100,000 a year as a result of this program. Um, yes, you will. You, you're still <laughs> just on that road to getting there. Like let go of the timeline have the intention and let go of the expectation because you will get exactly what you need. Even if it's a lesson about the way that you went into the program, even if it's 
one golden nugget that actually unlocks more than you realize later on. We often don't know, like a lot of this work is beyond our mind's comprehension of what's actually going on. Like it tries to like put it all together and put it into like that physical form of like what we're getting. Yeah. But so often it's so far beyond that. And we don't actually know the impact of that simple mindset shift. We don't know the impact of that, you know, that release that we had in like a shadow work session. We don't know consciously the impact that all of those things happen. But I truly believe that if you are, waking up every day and doing something for yourself, even if it's just 1% or 0.1% or 0.00001% towards what you're working towards, it has a compounding effect. Mm -hmm. It always does. And we don't always need to know that physical return on investment on what we're putting, putting into it because you are moving towards that goal. If you were doing something every day, you are always moving towards it yeah. and you're going on the exact path that you were meant to go on. And it's haven't, you seen that? haven't you seen that happen in your life? Like, haven't you invested in something and you're like, you got something else out of it that like, you didn't even know was going to be a part of it. And you're like, wow, I, I, I really needed that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like so, every time. So much. Like recently I, uh, you know, I, I went to the ayahuasca, an ayahuasca retreat Yes. And like, and anybody who's done plant medicine would know that like what you get out of it is so like the medicine gives you exactly what you need. And it's yeah. like, okay, I didn't know that I needed this. And yeah. so perfect. It's so, so, so perfect. And so perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear um, about a beautiful manifestation that has unfolded in your life and how it unfolded for you and this can be something that's like really really big or something really small just those like that one of those juicy like magical moments that you're like the universe really pulled through for me Mm. I'm going to talk about a manifestation that I didn't actually know was a manifestation until recently when I realized that you're literally manifesting everything like this moment right here, this conversation with you mm-hmm. was a manifestation of mine. Yeah. Right. And like, so I know I spoke in the beginning about being in a marriage that was just, it was boring. Like I was bored. Not that the marriage was boring. I don't want to say that, but, but I was bored and it wasn't intended for me. Mm-hmm. And I held on to that marriage for so long. I held on to the relationship because my parents had gotten divorced um, a couple of years before that, um, his parents had gotten divorced. So there was a lot of broken relationships and I held on feeling like we needed to prove that there could be some substantial relationship that we could yeah. make it. And we weren't going to be like the statistic of the rest of the world. It's like 50% of people get divorced. And I held on and I held on and I held on. And what I realized was like, I was bored and I was really bored. And I just, I decided that I needed to let go. And what happened by me letting go of that is that I found my now husband who I've been with for 10 years, who is literally a perfect match for me. And it was like a no brainer. Like, I don't know if you've 
been in this situation before where you get in a relationship and like day one, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah, we're getting married. <laughs> like, I mean, that's not even a question. Like, this is just happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's how it was. And so I didn't know I had been manifesting that, but I had been manifesting that for myself. I had been manifesting love, like mm-hmm. physical affection and love. And I got that times a gajillion in this relationship. And what, what the manifestation of this relationship gave me was also the opportunity for me to learn how to love myself because I hadn't been doing that in my prior relationship. Right. So it's like the manifestations just built on each other, but I didn't even really know, like I wasn't even consciously physically saying like, I'm manifesting this, but in my actions and my feelings, I was manifesting that. That is just so perfect. And, and I love, there's like two things there. One, every like manifestation again is just like, it's like a domino effect. It just like keeps, like it all adds up and there's no such thing as a coincidence and everything just unfolds perfectly as it is. And there's one thing that I really want to anchor in there for people. And I I talk about this um, a lot with my clients and I've talked about it on the podcast before is the law of polarity. Mm. And sometimes, in fact, a lot of the time, in order to get clear on what we really, really want in life, we are shown what we don't want. And there's so many reasons for this. One, it helps us get clear, but also it helps us really appreciate the thing, the manifestation and the thing that we really, really want because we've experienced the opposite. You can't truly appreciate joy if you've never experienced sadness mm-hmm. and you can't truly appreciate a really soul nourishing heart opening relationship if you've never experienced the opposite yep. and what a blessing and you know I I have a similar story in terms of like I'm I'm not married but in terms of having experienced relationships that I was like, what the fuck was I doing there? Like, how, why did I stay there for so long? Why did I spend so much time there? I don't know. To learn that lesson, I needed to also be there and really experience that. So now, like, I have moments, I would say, don't get me wrong, I have, everybody has bad days, but every day where I go, oh my gosh, like my heart is so full like my heart is so full I cannot believe that you were in my life mm-hmm. and at the same time of course I can believe it because I'm right. worthy of having it <laughs> great, great. <laughs> yes <laughs> um I'd love to ask one final question because I believe that by declaring our desires out loud we anchor them in and we've so often been taught to you know, don't don't tell anybody a wish or it won't come true. And I think that that is just uh, bullshit. And I want to, <laughs> I want to subscribe. Break. Yeah, let's just delete, cancel, unsubscribe. Delete. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I would love to give you the opportunity to share what is something that you are currently manifesting and calling into your life. <sighs> okay, what am I calling into my life? Um in these past, it really has been, it's been about two years of, of concretely, um, 
owning that I'm on a journey to find myself. And so in this journey, I've also, because I've been so aligned with finding myself, I've also been seeking completely aligned clients. Like, you know, before in business, I would be like, anybody come in, just anybody come in. Like, let me just have the success by having clients come in. If clients come in and they're paying, that means I'm successful. Mm. But I've kind of rewritten this to look like, I want to really call in those like soul aligned clients, the people who don't care that I swear because it's just an enhancement of like how I'm feeling. And they just feel like they connect with me and they're like, I want to be in your energy. And so I'm really manifesting soul aligned clients. And for me to manifest that, I have to really become soul aligned myself. So that's been this journey for the past two years. And I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling more aligned in my life and my business than I ever have before. And I know probably if you asked me next year, I'd be like, I'm feeling more aligned in my life and business than I ever have before. So I'm sure it just is going to like quadruple, but, um, I will say that business wise. And then life wise, I've been in love with Egypt lately and I am manifesting a trip to Egypt. Yes. I love that. I'll go with you. I've been thinking about Egypt a lot lately. I have never, I never thought about Egypt before. And then maybe the past like 18 months, like I keep having like things come up, like in my shadow work around like ancient Egypt and like Egyptian goddesses and gods and things have been like super prominent for me. And I'm like, I really want to go to Egypt. And then, you know, this is a little bit, I haven't shared my uh, ayahuasca journey (laughs) on here. I will, I will at some point, I will already. But one thing that happened is, and I don't know how to articulate it in any other way, but I, (laughs) I like went to like space Egypt. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to describe it in any other way other than, like, I had so many, like, Egyptian, like, things come through and, like, trying to communicate with me and potentially losing anybody who isn't, like, super woo-woo here. And I don't care. That's fine. (laughs) Not aligned and and (laughs) and (laughs) like, I was like, okay, I've got to go to Egypt. Egypt is calling me big time. Yeah. Girls trip to Egypt. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. I heard Sophia wants to go too. We're just going to take everybody together. We're just going to go on one big trip. So yes. Well, Kristen just went. Do you know Kristen? No. She makes incredible jewelry. Well, I've seen like three to five people in my world be like, yeah, you've been to Egypt. And I'm like, what? What? Okay. It's so, so, so cool. Um, and and those of you listening, you will get to hear from Sophia at some point. She's going to come and be a uh, guest on the show as well. Sophia is amazing. Everyone's like, who's Sophia? Um, (laughs) I love her. (laughs) I would love to give now, first of all, one of your manifestations was to call in, um, soul aligned clients. So if you're listening and you're like, I can love this goddess, (laughs) go and hit Gwen up because she's amazing. (laughs) I love you. Don't hesitate. <laughs> Go and do that. Um, but I'd love to give um, the audience an opportunity to be able to give back to you. So how can we support you and um, connect with you and 
all the juicy stuff? Um, I, so I, I think I'm probably one of not many who love social media. I, I love showing up on Instagram and, um, posting and creating content. And so I think one of the greatest ways that we can support the, those of us who are putting our souls out on social media is connecting there and like just saying, Hey, and being like, Hey, I popped over to your profile and I really love this post. Or even just simply like liking, loving, commenting, sharing with somebody who you think would need it. And I really do love, like when someone comes into my world on social media, I'm like, Oh, like, who is this person? And I check them out. Um, and, and every person is an individual and I really love learning about you. So like, don't be afraid if you come over and you follow to just pop me a message and be like, Hey, just wanted to let you know, I came over to follow you. I came from Emily's show and you know, whatever, um, that connection for me, that piece is like, I see you and I love that you're here and I take pride and joy in creating content that really connects people. So that's Mm -hmm. where I'm at. I love that. And your Instagram is so beautiful. Every time I pop over there, it's just, oh my God, it's just become so delicious. I really, really, really love it. It's so beautiful. Um, And I love that. I'd love to like super duper quick, like please message people on Instagram and social media. If you like think something nice, I've like done this for years. I like randomly compliment people or like let them know when I've had like a really nice thought about something that they do, because we're so quick to jump on the negativity train. Mm. It's just so beautiful. Like if you like something, like it. If you're like enjoying something, there doesn't need to be strings attached. You don't need to worry. Like just message and just be like, hey, I'm like loving like your content, it feels so good. It's like giving like us a big hug yes. and it makes us want to want to share more. Like yeah. it really, really does. So definitely do that. I love that. I love that. Thank yeah. you so much, Gwen. This has just been so beautiful. Um, I have loved every second of this. Um, <laughs> and I think that this has just been just a proof that when you put yourself out there you connect with the most gorgeous soul aligned people and you get to have like this is what my conversations are like all the time now because I I connect with awesome people like yourself so this is just a reminder to those of you listening put yourself out there because this gets to be your normal these like delicious conversations get to be your normal and Mm -hmm. it's fucking awesome so thank you so much for coming on. I love you. Thank you for having so me. So much. <laughs> I love you too. I'm so glad that we got to do this. How amazing was that? What an incredible conversation. I love Gwen so much. If you also just adore her, um, you can head over to her Instagram and get in touch with her. All of her details are in the show notes. She is just such a light and I'm so grateful that you have listened this far. Uh, If you enjoyed the show, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review and rate the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's like giving me a big virtual hug and I would love to hear from you. Please message either myself or Gwen over on Instagram and let us know what your biggest takeaways were. Let us know if you enjoyed the show. Um, share the a screenshot of the podcast and share it to your stories and tag us. It just 
It really is like giving us a big hug and it also helps the show get into the hands of more people. We love connecting with you and I am just so grateful and so humbled that you are here. I will catch you on the next episode.